I'm ready to take the next step. I'm ready for a university that will help me advance in my education and career. A university that will make me feel supported and connected. I'm ready for ODU Online. Click this ad or go to online.odu.edu today. Hey, I'm Alan McGuire. And I'm Jean Sutton. And this is Roast Chestnuts, a podcast where we talk about made-for-TV Christmas movies. And today we're discussing Coming Home for Christmas, a 2017, we can't really call it a classic at that stage. And Not yet. Joining us, future classic. Future classic, perhaps. Yeah. And joining us today is Danny Wilson. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Danny is the music editor for Totally Dublin. Yep, agreed. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Okay, Jean, start us off. Tell us what this film's about. Okay, so this film is about a young woman her name is now. Is it hard? Oh, Lizzie. Lizzie. They don't mention your name for a while, and that's why I struggle. Yeah. It's not on my first page of notes. Lizzie. Lizzie has been made redundant from a job in insurance. Mm-hmm. She's pretty chill um, about it, to be honest. She's mad into Christmas. She's just going to approach the season with positivity, and she's going to take some time to regroup because her heart isn't in insurance sales or anything like that. It's she's an art history grad, and her sister works in real estate. And her sister gets her a job working as an estate manager for a big, massive house that's going under the hammer scene. So she's looking after the house while they get ready to sell it. So it's about her showing up to that house and becoming embroiled with the family. So at the start of this film, there is <clears throat> the, the best exposition dump we've ever had in the whole film. It so was glad unreal. You said that because that was the point at which I was like, this is not like movies that I normally see. This the is, first three minutes is just the most intense exposition. This dump. was intense even for a Hallmark movie. <laughs> so we find out that she lost her job. She broke up with her boyfriend when he had a ring in his pocket. Yeah. Um, she, she has dinner with her mother and sister every week. Every Friday. Um, yeah. Uh, her father is dead and she has an art history degree but works in insurance. And I have an English and philosophy degree and work in insurance. So I found that very relatable. <laughs> So I was I was in for this one. Um, also, um, we have on our bingo card, there's Mild Peril. Uh, in the first minutes, we find out that her mother hasn't made a chocolate Yule log, but then we find out she's made two. So that's very Mild Peril, very quickly averted. Yeah. So we're in. A lot also, of Yule log you... for three people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what is a Yule log? Sorry, this is the beginning. It's a Swiss roll. It's a Swiss roll covered in chocolate. Yeah. Oh. Pretty much. And See, they make... like a log. Yeah. Oh. They make it into this big deal when it's actually just a Swiss roll. Yeah, yeah. well, like throughout the... It's it's sprinkled throughout the whole movie that there's a lot of like well, you know what? Yule log hype. And I'm like, <laughs> what <laughs> Making, making what a is... Swiss roll is quite difficult. It was on Bake Off, I think, once, wasn't we it? We did it in Homec. Yeah, and it's basically year. you're rolling yeah. it and it can break. But then when you want a Yule log to break because it's meant to look like a log. Yeah, well, you want the icing to look barky. Well, like, you can get them in a shop. Is that the t- they're trying to evoke logs as we know. Yeah, you them. can that just is you part swirl the icing on top so it looks like a bit of bark. I get you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. every day's a school day. Yeah. I mean, that, they obviously haven't heard of pudding. Yeah. Or... <laughs> what age do you think? Sorry, I was the, the first scene, like I said, I was kind of taken aback by the, how peculiar the whole setup <laughs> is compared <laughs> to movies that you'd see in like a cinema mm-hmm. or on Netflix or one of those other streaming providers, I well, think. Yes. Exposition dumps are done in Star Wars and also Mission Impossible. Uh, well, Star Wars has the nice crawl, which is maybe yeah. something they could yeah. consider next time with some playbells <laughs> in the background or something instead of the most like 
it felt like that that house had just like landed on planet Earth. You know what I mean? They were trying to try and do a convincing performance as real people. It's a little bit like in like um, you know elementary or CSI, where after every outbreak they have to tell yeah. each other what's happened so far. Yeah, for anybody who's just tuning in, so like this is the murder. This is who we have. <laughs> this is all the evidence we have right now. This is what we're going to do now. <laughs> I never did elementary or CSI. I was big on the SVU train oh, yeah. for a while. Elementary is very good. Lucy Liu is the best dressed character on television. She just has so many looks and she's, in that show. Sherlock Holmes, right? She's Watson. Never, she's Watson. Yeah. Oh, it's Sick Boy from Trainspotting's yeah. and Sherlock Holmes. His character is so interesting. I'm, we're just going to talk about Elementary now. Please. Um, Great. So he starts off as like an edgy Sherlock Holmes with like tattoos and like Ed Hardy t-shirts. And then over <laughs> the course of the first season, he turns into Darren Brown. He just gets more buttoned up and just starts channeling Darren Brown instead. So it's like Darren Brown to Sherlock. Anytime I've really seen him. He gets clean and becomes Darren Brown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a very Darren Brown jacket on in the one ad I've yeah, seen yeah. for it. I was like, I, I can see what you're getting at. There. And if you've ever seen Darren Brown live, a lot of the mannerisms are, mm. well, he takes, he just takes wholesale out of Darren Brown, which now that Darren Brown's a US person as well, and on Netflix, that's kind of ruined his thing. He's been outed Yeah, I Darren think so, Brown I think so Because like, when I started watching Elementary, I started Googling Elementary, Darren Brown, Johnny Lee Miller, and nobody had spotted it <laughs> except me. But I think maybe now people will. So yeah, that's elementary. Uh, on also, yeah, that first scene, like mm. as soon as they, she plays the the epic Ulog prank, if you know what I mean, like she and she, yeah. really, <laughs> she really gets them. Yeah, but it's like, what sort of joke is that to play on? Like grown two grown women. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know quite what age they're supposed to be because it's kind of hard in terms of like. I sort of positions. feel like the women in a lot of these movies are twenty nine to thirty one. Yeah, really. I think they're Saturn Return babes and yeah. <laughs> well, they seemed like they took the news that there was no Eulog in the way that you might expect a like seven and nine year old to take well, that That's news. how my wife and her sister treat Christmas raid disappointments yeah. in their family. So, so I did an article about <laughs> when Christmas is a difficult time in your life and you've got to get through it. And I interviewed my friend's mom is a psychotherapist. And I interviewed her about it and she was like, what happens when you go home at Christmas is you revert to roles that you grew up with. Mm. So you get pigeonholed and her advice to people who feel like Christmas is a struggle is maintain your adult life when you go home, like dress up every day in nice clothes. So you're presenting a facade. It's just to get through as a coping mm-hmm. mechanism. Don't go to bed at odd times. Don't get up late. Go for walks. And it was like, maintain the fact that you're an adult now so your parents can't like tell you get your shit together when you're in your pajamas <laughs> at three o'clock eating someone else's like yeah. um, sweets. So yeah, maybe when you're home at Christmas. And also, she's just lost her job. Yeah, in insurance. She needs cake. If in case you'd forgotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though she did our history. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> also, I googled her afterwards. She's forty three. I was saving that tidbit myself. Well, we were talking about the age, so yeah. yeah. But that I'm, fuck off, right? Yeah. And why is she playing a 29-year-old? Because she, she looks 29. Yeah. Is she like a big, is she a big deal? This is a, she's, another one uh, of the string of... She's one of the Hallmark queens. That's what I was about to ask. She's, she's, done, like, she's done about five or six Christmas ones specifically. Yeah, I could, tree. Yeah. I could tell by the way she was shot that there was like a clout there that and I wasn't used getting. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? They were kind of like looking on her as if I was supposed to be inferring some sort of meaning, I suppose. Yeah. She, she her has presence. been showering in retinol. 43 is insane though, isn't mm. it? And that's great. why I was kind of like, is she supposed to be somewhere approximating her real age or like? I feel like we're being really insulting to 43 But I don't mean to be. No, because it's hard to tell. Um, I don't mean to be at all. But no. she doesn't act like, well, they both act like they're about she nine. Lo- she so. looks like she's <laughs> in her 20s, this girl. 
She like was. This actress looks like she's in her twenties. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. And Dan I, I think we're supposed to think. Yeah, yeah, I think we're supposed to think she's in her twenties. Yeah. But you know what? There's a good scene where she meets her ex-employee, Carla. True. And she gives her a gift in the gift, gift shop. In, and <laughs> it means that shows she's actually a decent boss. Yeah. She like says, that after being made redundant, her employee is like, listen, here's a gift. I really liked working yeah. for yeah, you. Yeah, and she made sure they got Christmas bonuses in their severance packages. Yep. So yeah. that, that was like, sound. yeah, Carla goes out of her way to say you were a really good boss. Yeah. So Sticking yeah, to the Lizzie, why show me when you can tell me model. Yeah. That has really been <laughs> applied throughout the movie from what I could see. Yeah. So Lizzie is a nice person. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, we like her immediately. Yep. And the present, very importantly, was a silver bell that she gets her. Oh, foreshadowing. Oh, was it? Yeah. I rewatched a bit of it this morning, and even I didn't catch that. <laughs> You're clearly on top of it. Yeah. Had, it had the, this something written on it. It was inscribed with, yeah. look up at the stars, not down at your feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I have a question here now. And I, I'm surprised I didn't say this at the very start. So how many of these do they make a year, roughly? Uh, in 2018, they have 37 new Christmas films. How was Coming Home for Christmas not taken as a name by 2017 if they've there's, been doing this? I think there's been two or three Coming Home for Christmas. There's been a lot of I'll Be Home for Christmases. Yeah. Uh, Coming Home for Christmas could be original. It's actually based on a book, this one. Yeah. So, and also I think it's not a great name for it. No. Because it's about him, not her. Yeah. And he, like... We haven't met him yet. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Whoever he is that we haven't met yet, we never see his well, other house. So coming him. home doesn't really mean that much. I didn't yeah, yeah. think. She's going to meet him in a matter of frames. Okay, he's, he's a very, his name is the very next thing in my notes. Oh, she yeah. shows up at the house. <laughs> yeah, she walks in and she meets the butler who's called mm-hmm. Gerard. Gerard. Yeah, and the house on the outside is old looking, but the house on the inside. I look. We could no. go on a long time about what's going on with the house on the inside it's because not the same house. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so his name is. Robert, he is the kind of adult of the family. He's the in Marleys, his thirties. You should say the Marleys, because nobody calls him Bob Marley once throughout the entire movie. <laughs> which I was really, I was really waiting on as soon yeah. as I heard his and name was Robert. He's selling the family home. It's his grandparents used to live there, and his granny is still living there, and she's pissed he's selling it. But he's like, he doesn't explain why he's selling. He just wants mm. to get it off his hands, mm. and he's very serious. He wears a suit. Absolutely, he does. Uh, but he's quite good looking. He is as. For a Hallmark lead, he's very yeah. handsome. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I thought he, he's handsome, sure. Yeah. Especially compared to his brother, who I'm sure we'll mention later on. Yes. <laughs> but, but, but like, I didn't, I thought he was like fairly handsome, but I didn't, I didn't think he was like upper echelons. Now, I assumed there Danny, was hunkier leads, having not seen the other movies. I like, I think I've been fairly generous to a lot of the leading men in these movies. I think you like have. Last yeah, season, yeah. I was like, yeah, would, yeah, would. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so this guy's like a Henry Cavill stand-in. I can kind of, no. I don't like Henry Cavill. Well, I don't he's like a Henry little Cavill bit either. Like Henry but... Cavill meets like Jonathan Rhys Meyers. There's a little bit of a glower oh, to him. Oh, I can see. I felt yeah. like looking at him. I was like, he's probably played in other things more murderers than he has love interests. He's he did, it was in three episodes of uh, Man in the High Castle, so I assume he played a Nazi at some point. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now I watched Man in the High Castle. I'm one of the very few people who enjoys the show. <laughs> <laughs> And all the American Nazis look the same. Yeah. yeah. Like, they really go for... They're really uniform. Like, you Believe know? it or not. Yeah, mm. so I, cu- I can tell you which one he was. And they all end up getting killed at some stage. That's not a spoiler. Yeah. It's a show with a high body count. Mm-hmm. Um, You're tempting me now. I considered it. I have a lot of time for alternate histories. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's 
Now, loads of people hate it. I really enjoy it. Yeah. I, I After I watched that really terrible Stephen King thing where James Franco tries to stop the Kennedy assassination. Did anyone see that? Oh, I didn't watch it. No. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. On my list, but I see, I'm trying to avoid James Franco yeah. for a few things. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. But I, I was like, maybe I'll do this man in the high castle. The idea of an American Nazi? Unthinkable. Well, the thing about the man in the high castle. <laughs> yeah, <I think> so. <laughs> At the time, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember they got in trouble? They did their advertising campaign all over the subway. Yeah, and it was yeah, just yeah. like yeah. swastikas so, everywhere. Yeah. But you know the thing about the man in the high castle is Rufus Sewell plays the main American Nazi in it and he plays a blinder. He's a really good actor and he's 50 and that man looks younger than me. Yeah. He's got he's got great skin. But <laughs> it's a good show, but um yeah, it's I not what tell we're you. talking about right now, no, though, anyway. We should get back to couldn't Bob Marley. Robert yeah. was, it? So <laughs> there's a really good scene where her sister Megan, um Lizzie's sister Megan, the real estate lady who brokers the steal, yep. gives her a career real talk. And she just says to her about Lizzie, listen, you see this as a house manager job. It's actually not. You're managing a historic property. Mm. You did your degree in art history. There's something here for you. Mm. And I thought that was a really good scene because... Yeah. She's looking for something to fill her up, as yeah. she said to her mother. You know? The bizarre exposition dump. And then I feel like she could get filled up by tending to... I, but I, oh no. I don't finish that talk. Yeah, <laughs> I, I won't. As soon as that started, that's I was like, not maybe Hallmark. I think that's yeah. not Hallmark at all. But I don't want to give away spoilers. I assume we're slowly working through we'll things. Work through, yeah, 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 okay. So. Um, so her first meeting with um, Robert Marley, Lizzie's first meeting, is actually like really well acted and charming. They have like a really zippy where he's like awkward. He says like, oh, I see you as a woman. And she's like, "You what? Sorry. Yeah. And it's really, it's really well acted and like could be in a regular film. I think. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And also he was like, you know, making it sh- clear like I'm not a creepy boss or like yeah, yeah, he yeah. was apologising for everything there is a man who read the news last November <laughs> mm. um, very small office though for a, such a supposedly very large house which they mention as often mm. as possible just to be like listen the house is very big no further questions but so when yeah. you see shots of any other room it's like really doesn't look like it's in a very big house no it looks but, like a pretty standard Celtic Tiger yeah like bad mansion yeah yeah um, the granny then, her name is Pippa, and Lizzie tries to bring up something about bills with her, and Pippa's like, fuck off. This is, <laughs> but like, that's even, uh, yeah, that's when she does her, like, spectral appearance for the first thing. Yeah. I'd kind of just put my cards on the table now and say Pippa is undoubtedly the best, if not only good thing <laughs> about, about the movie. But I assumed she was someone. That she was I, someone more famous. No, I, I looked her up and... Yeah. No. yeah she's been in little bits and things. They but, said know, arguably yeah. best known for playing the Pamela Voorhees in Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. Which is Jason's mother, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 She did. raised the monster. <laughs> she well, she is the monster, right? Originally, I think. In the first one, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it's 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 a Bates... Well, it's a reverse Bates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, sorry. Lizzie then goes to town to do some tasks and she meets Robert and they have a little encounter. Or Is that here? That, no, this is, no, I'm wrong. This is a different scene. Um, I think she does some farting around the house being a house manager before. Oh, they yeah, have she meets the, oh, yeah. She meets the cook. Reveals she yeah. Googled him as well. Yeah. And she says it was due diligence or something, which I thought was good. Mm. Yeah. Something like there's a scene there. It's a good first meeting scene. Between yeah, the pair, yeah, yeah, that was definitely the most like mm. so, something and a real movie 
in the movie was when they're chatting away in, yeah. in his pokey office. It's real funny. He tells her the piano needs to be tuned and she needs to ring a stained glass company. She's like, there's such a thing as a stained, stained glass, glass company. Yeah. And I was like, you, you did art history. Yeah. yeah. And even one of the, like, two things Gerard says, like I said, about the the uh, piano tuner and the stained glass company, is he makes a point of saying Miss Pippa didn't like the old piano tuner. And mm. I was like, whatever happened in that meeting is probably <laughs> yeah. considerably more interesting than yeah. what happens here because there's very little in the way of stakes or peril. But, like, I'd like to have seen a falling out with the piano man. Not Elton John, <laughs> but, like, the piano tuning yeah. man. I would have taken one with Elton John. Either. I mean, you, the chef, you're... You're glossing right over the strange cook that they have. Yeah, who they make work all the time. Yeah, Yeah. and she's like, anyone else getting major get out vibes from the cook? Yeah. She's exactly Mm -hmm. like the housekeeper from that. These movies might all be set out in the get Get out out universe. universe. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be very honest. Um, There's also a really apparent product placement of Folger's classic blend. Yeah. And I looked it up in Hallmark to do a collab with them. I don't oh, yeah. Know, I don't know what that is. It's a, it's a shitty it's instant shit coffee. coffee. There's a big red tub. Oh, when they're in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. I, I hadn't even picked up on it. There's that. a shot of the, the tub on its own and then a shot of her taking the coffee out of it. And then they're like, <laughs> mm, thank you. Delicious. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask a really stupid Hallmark question again now? Yeah. So, right, then this is like, we're ground floor dumb question mm-hmm. here, but... Are they all giving each other gifts all the time because they want people to buy cards or whatever? Like, is that the purpose of these movies? Wow. That's like I, kind of specific to this film, actually. Like, isn't it? everyone's forever giving you, like, obviously yeah. it's Christmas. Like, I'm, I'm like, they're no, the ones a, that seem a lot to be of gifts. Why else in this would one? they be making movies? movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's what I. Wow. I assume this was like the setup. That Episode they were, like, 16 of those Because, like, wow. obviously. I did some. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say light googling about the Hallmark Network mm-hmm. before I came here, and it was obviously like previously like a Christian thing, and I assume that's why it was all holiday stuff. Yeah, because it's like they're hot for God or whatever. But then when I <laughs> when I saw that there was giving gifts so much, I was like, all becomes clear because like even that like who gives their boss an engraved bell, especially in such a like ornate little box? You know what I mean? Mm. So I was like, surely they're just giving each other gifts. Like everyone's giving each other gifts in really odd circumstances where most people wouldn't give gifts. Have you ever bought a boss a gift? Only for Secret Santa. Never, no. Yeah. Oh, actually, wait. Someone I know was I like hoping so. they were leaving they wanted to buy their boss a lovely gift. And I was like, you fucking hate each other. So <laughs> I, like, I just made her buy like a really shitty like little homewares <laughs> item thing. And in the end, she was like, yeah, she actually got me nothing mm. when I left. And I was like, yeah, yeah aren't you glad now? You didn't buy her something nice. And in this situation, everyone's been sacked. She's just bought her boss a gift in in the movie, like, right? Yeah. The whole insurance company's gone. So it's like really odd circumstance. She said that she saw it and thought of her. I was like, (laughs) you saw this silver bell with a little trite proverb. (laughs) Thanks, I guess. (laughs) What's the strangest gift you've ever gotten that's made you really rethink a person? Hmm. My dad is not going to listen to this so I can say this (laughs) but he's like famously bad at buying gifts and like I really hope he doesn't listen to it no offence dad it's fine but I'm an only child as well so it's not like he's like spread too thin buying gifts for all the other children but one year he got me for Christmas a 20 year old leap card 
<laughs> and it was very much inappointed. There you are now. You won't be taking my change anymore. You get the bus. It's like, wow, it's really, we can use the holidays to. So maybe I wasn't the best person to get on for this. If that's, my, my little, if that's the kind of Christmas cheer I'm getting. My little sister once for my birthday got me, you know, like chickens in um, Oxfam. Yeah. Which I was like, an excellent go fuck yourself present. <laughs> chickens and what? You know where you get an, a, you give Oxfam a five or a ten, and it's like, oh, you've bought oh, a chicken for a someone chi- oh, in okay. one of our abroad. countries. Yeah. yeah. And she just gave it to me with a smile. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I had to admire it. I was like, great move. <laughs> Couldn't even shell out for the goat. Yeah. Yeah, you know chickens. What I mean? They're real cute. <laughs> <laughs> I love their talents. Mm. So now we get the brother enters it and on the IMDb someone has written that this movie is reminiscent of Sabrina have you ever seen that movie with Audrey Hepburn I haven't but I know and Humphrey Bogart so Sabrina is a young girl on a posh housing estate daughter of the chauffeur and Humphrey Bogart is the older serious brother but she's in love with the younger brother and then realises when she comes back years later she actually is in love with the older brother so it's a classic rom-com trope Mm. and apparently this movie could be an homage Sure. Oh, okay. Very generous. So <laughs> the brother comes and his name is Kip, which is very much a foreign invader white <laughs> name. Yeah. Like there's def- there was definitely a lot of bad Kips in India in the 19th century. Actually, weirdly enough, I was listening to an episode so. of My Favourite Murder on the way up here and there was a person called Kip mentioned in one of the murders and they, they said it's the whitest name imaginable is Kip. Yeah. So They yeah. basically killed loads of tigers in Bengal. That's what I think when I hear yeah. that name. Kip acts like a 10-year-old. When he, in his first scene he's not alone in that though yeah. <laughs> in, in fairness but yeah he um, is the fun brother goes travelling yeah. all the time and mm. is immediately uh, like to his new staff member like hey you're mine yeah yeah. I think he's like it's it's the only good decision my brother's ever made This I think he called her what a fascinating and, and, and yeah, enchanting yeah. stranger she, she like, said hello yeah it's her. up there with one of the most difficult to watch scenes I would have thought <laughs> and the best bit is and Lizzie's nice but Lizzie's not like a knockout human being like no. oh no she's fairly dry I'd say to be yeah. honest like she's a perfect match for Robert we'll say that sure if, if they get it together, we'll have to see, gang. My well, favourite bit of the, of the Kip arrival is when he goes in to see, because he loves Pippa, obviously. that's mm-hmm. the they, They're all pals. And she's like, oh, where are you coming from now? And he says, the sights I've seen, and raises his hands to heaven as if he's, like, <laughs> discovered some sort of, like, ancient city of gold as opposed to, I've just been in Greece or whatever. He's been, I don't think he's seen yeah. anything particularly... No. He's not going to change the world wherever he was, but he really pitches it as if he was big game hunting or something. For people who go traveling (laughs) and tell us about it. Like, absolutely (laughs) adore it. Like, when somebody, when a white girl goes to India and puts it on Instagram, I'm like, follow. (laughs) And I just love the essays that they write underneath their things because I was like, those people definitely hate you. Is that where you think Kip was? No, no, no. I just love that. He's definitely been there. I just love people hitting traveling is like something they need to share with everyone like it's fabulous or whatever I guess oh sure but I just find Instagram travellers really funny like people just going on about their profound enlightening my (laughs) favourite type of Instagram it is kind of just reserved for India as well though I don't think they even get them occasionally somebody will go to Bali or something and it'll Mm. be like that's changed my life but it's mainly India right yeah they love going to India Mm. yeah they might go up to Nepal for a little bit. 
Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. God knows Kip has. He's been everywhere. The sights mm. he's seen, to quote Kip's Kip. Kip's been to base camp. <laughs> yeah. Now, Kip is immediately doomed on a meta perspective because he looks older than his brother, who's actually older than him in real life. Yeah. And also he's played by a Canadian actor and Robert's played by an American actor. So she's always going to end up with the American actor. Ooh. Because he's just a Vancouver sporting guy. Is that you have to do a like do your does your ear and eye attune to Canadians very quickly when you've um, watched enough of these you can out kind one of you can tell which one, you can tell which ones <laughs> flew in to do it and which ones are part of the Vancouver acting pool yeah uh, he's actually a voiceover actor he does he's done a load of stuff voiceover stuff oh yeah that's his thing he, he does have quite a cool voice I, I guess so but he yeah. does definitely look up do you think they look remotely like brothers no but no. like but is that just like just go with it I, I really have don't a blonde blue eyed sister yeah sure so you know. You I've don't. seen your sisters and you can tell. Yeah, you were at my party. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Danny's a good person. <laughs> I've seen your sisters and you can tell. You know what yeah. I mean? That's just minor details. These people are like, he's like legitimately half his size and wizened in a way that his supposedly older <laughs> brother is not. Yeah. Maybe but lo- Kip's been living. That's the thing. That's he's true. Been, he's been out there. He has the letter jacket to show for it. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> And he drives up in his in his is it a Corvette? I think I d- it's a red car. Because at one point, yeah, <laughs> I don't really know cars either. But I just I only noticed it because at beep, one point beep. Robert's like Ferrari, Tesla, Maserati. Yeah. Oh, the Tesla Corvette. name drop. Like. Yeah, yeah. essentially he lists a lot of very expensive cars and then one considerably cheaper car, and that just happens to be the car <laughs> yeah, yeah. that Kip is driving in the on this particular day. Mm-hmm. The next scene, though, is kind of heartbreaking. So she does meet Robert in town. She's doing some tasks and he is so happy to see her. Like he's genuinely like, I think, a bit of a melts. And she says about, oh, come back for Christmas. And she's saying Christmas is amazing. And he goes, I don't think anyone wants me there. Mm. And I mm. thought that was really sad. He also drops his, what is your fascination with Christmas line during that one as well, which yeah. is almost like it was a real... Oh, everyone's from space in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not just that. It was like, what is this fascination with Christmas? But yeah, it is touching, I suppose, in a way. And then we find out about um, Lizzie's near fiancé. She delves into that for a bit. And it's like a bit much that she got as far with somebody and realised she didn't want to be with them when they'd bought the ring. Yeah. Like... Yeah, I mean, just... one of our films last year was someone who'd left three men at the altar, so it's not yeah. totally... <laughs> not yeah. all at once, sure. No. <laughs> that could have just been a scheduling like conflict a... issue if, if she'd done them on the same day. Yeah. yeah, but like I kind of thought that wasn't really in line with the Lizzie we've come to know. Mm. No. Like, she seemed like a very practical, sensible person. Mm. Well, as ever, tell me, don't show me. <laughs> the model. So she left them and that's that. Mm. Also, I don't think, are they super clear about if she knew he was going to propose? She's I, the one who says he had the ring in his pocket. So. She said, I feel bad. Yeah, but she says in his pocket. You yeah, know maybe I mean? he showed it to her may, afterwards. Yeah, yeah maybe he, she was like, we're breaking up. And he was like, oh, yeah. well, look at this. I think with these films in general, um, they kind of treat any relation, pre-existing relationship as not counting <laughs> and not real. <laughs> it's only a relationship that forms during the course of a film. He didn't fill her up. Make it the Hawaii yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then becomes um, a party planning movie for a bit where Lizzie's got to find a team and she meets up with Pippa and she starts going through teams and they decide (coughs) to settle on Silver Bells. Yeah. Which is something I did not understand. Silver Bells. And then I realised it was the song but... I don't think they knew because they played the song at a point at the end, and I didn't recognise it. played at the end. Oh, really? like, no, I, I don't know think it's yeah, Dean yeah. Martin or Frank Sinatra does um, it. Yeah. But yeah, she starts describing it as silver, blue, branches of greenery. 
And I was just like, that flex sounds... gold as well. Yeah, I was like, yeah. sounds like a mess. Yeah. yeah, but Pippa's getting her mind blown by it. She's clearly very touched when it's described at, at first. Yeah. I like when she says gauche about mistletoe as well. Martini's a mistletoe. Martini's a mistletoe <laughs> yeah. is gauche. Yeah. Again, we're we're glossing over just how captivating Pippa is in all these scenes. I described her like, as the poor <laughs> Shirley MacLaine. I, I was actually going, is that Shirley MacLaine? I'm pretty sure it's not. Yeah. I like her whole stock still thing that she's got going on where she's yeah. just like she staring <laughs> blankly into the middle distance when you're talking to her. She's just astral projecting from somewhere yes. else in the house. Exactly. <laughs> from the moment she arrives in that sort of spectral hard cut <laughs> where it's like, oh my God, she's right behind you. It's like a horror cut yeah, when yeah. we first see her. That from there on, she kind of just floats around. Like, I feel like her lower half should be a little wispy, ghosty, <laughs> yeah. Casper yeah. the ghost thing as opposed yeah. to legs. But that said, she's never really that mean. And people What's keep talking about how mean she is, but she never really What's does anything. What's happening to her is really shitty. Um, we don't really know the reasons why he's selling the stage, but yeah. like he's selling the home she bought, she cherished, she built. And it's shit mm. that Pippa's facing this. And Robert's just going full steam ahead without every, anyone else's consultation. Yeah, so that made me for a while. I was like, Robert. I was firmly Team Pippa from the get go. Yeah. yeah. And like Pippa I said. Pippa to a bedroom downstairs. Well, apparently she won't. She refused. Yeah. That's the thing. There's a lot of there's a lot of points at which, like, there's no reason for Robert not to tell people what's going Like, Pippa's. She's a harsh issue. That's. Yeah, thing. that's it. She's, Pippa's sick and it's heartbreaking. Yeah. But Pippa's not well. But I don't know why Robert felt like he couldn't tell. Zippy or whatever his brother's name is. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know why. He Just call him Zippy. 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 No one, yeah. I don't know why he felt like he couldn't tell people. Mm. Or Sloane, his sister, sorry, who we hasn't arrived yet. Who in spe- in place of a character, it just has the name Sloane, and they figured that would be doing all the work yeah. establishing her <laughs> as a rich lady. We had a Sloane in the previous movie as well. Yeah, that's true. Did you? Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, go go on there. Sorry, so then there's right? a scene at the pond where. Robert rings Lizzie to ask her to do something and then she's like, oh, I'm just having a break out by the pond and she's mm. describing it. It looked really nice in fairness. The pond yeah. did look nice. Yeah. That was convincing. Like that looked like an actual real pond yeah. as opposed to the house. They definitely went in like a Or trip his to office, catch, which catch is like... Somewhere. <laughs> like where is he supposed to work again? It's like in merger. DC, it's yeah, it? it's in DC. Yeah. But they he's didn't not do a politician, not a, but he works mergers. with the attorney general and stuff. They just stuff. said it's mergers and acquisitions. Yeah. Weirdly, <clears> when he's going to meet the attorney general, that's in whatever the town's called, the the knockoff Gilmore Girls, where this is set. What's it yeah. called? What, what I just want to say Stars Hollow. But I well, it's called Stars, Stars Hollow. Hollow. Yeah, well, yeah. That's where he's meeting the district attorney, is there, as opposed to Washington, D.C. Flexi D. time. Maybe it's to Flexible avoid like, the paparazzi. Maybe there's some, <laughs> he's a deep throat or but like he is genuinely like, oh my God, I wish I could be there and I wish I could be a better person. Yeah. And like, this is a stretch, but I'm going to kind of say it. Go on. Um, his acting reminded me of Matthew McFadden as Mr. Darcy in the Keira Knightley Pride and Prejudice. Haven't seen, I haven't seen it. Too. But we will okay. take the word well, for it. Well, it's a bit like, plays a kind of a bit of a broken man who, you know, is a bit emotionally impotent. Mm-hmm. And um, I got that vibe. He's stroppy, I think. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not trying to have a shot at what's That's his name okay. again. But at I, my dreams. <laughs> but I feel like there's the, the problem is completely of his own making. There's no just share the 
Pippa's sick. Everyone understand. Yeah. Zippy and Sloan love Pippa. You know what I mean? They wouldn't want her but to collapse learned... on the stairs. Many, many <laughs> stairs, which aren't that big, much like everything else in the house. They, we they, do. they insist it's huge, but... We do learn that Robert, though, had a lot of responsibility trust on him when he was younger. His mm-hmm. parents died and yeah. his brother and sister were younger, so they were like kids and he was a teenager. I think they were seven and eight and he was 13. 13. So yeah. he... Which again... You know, it's a shit thing to happen. Oh, for yeah. sure. Well, it it was but, tough on him, and Pippa was up to her ears with the nippers, apparently. And mm. in this pawn scene on the phone, he starts asking her loads of questions about herself. Sure, I remember that. I like he's asking her questions. <laughs> um, so really putting the squeeze on her. <laughs> yeah. So like that is a nice scene. It is like yeah. he's wants to know more about her. Yeah, mm. I'm fine with essentially everything that goes on by the pond. It's lovely yeah. there. And then we realise that he's actually missing his work Christmas party to be on the phone with yeah, her. Yeah, they he's walk just... by with red cups. Yeah, yeah, but like work Christmas parties, like fuck them. Yeah, no, especially American <laughs> work Christmas parties where you do it in the office oh. and then drink in the office. Yeah. It seems. Yeah, I... I mean, it's very convenient for people filming sitcoms where you don't have to get a new set. <laughs> but in the actual reality of it, seems horrible. I feel like that's the point though, where he decides to go home. I oh put, yeah, it's like he sees the work Christmas party and he, and that's what. Drives him to go yeah, back, yeah. isn't it? He must. He, maybe he used to love the work Christmas party. He lived for it every year. And he's like, this year I'd rather be at home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. He goes back to, does it have a name? The Marley Towers. Is it Ash? Oh, Ashfield. Ashfield. Ashfield or something, yeah. It's oh, no, her name is like Litchfield or something, isn't it? No, her name's like... Richfield. Yeah, Richfield. Is he Richfield? It's, yeah, that's it. So it's like Ashford or something. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. Ashford... Big fuck off house. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, as they insist. Yeah. And then <laughs> it turns out Kip has like strong armed Lizzie into going on a date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like food testing, tasting, but Robert comes home and he realizes she's going on a date. Well, he's not a dickhead about her going on the date. No, but no. he's not happy. No. And Kip is super. I wouldn't want to go on a date with Kip. No. Frankly, the way he carries on, it was just. he. What? what what's his line? He's like, I'd give you a compliment, but I'm lost for words. And that never happens. See, I watched yeah. a bit of it again this morning and I was <laughs> like, I'd love Jesus to see him Christ. in a hostel. Um, <laughs> As in a hostel movie? <laughs> is that what you're trying to no, say? I, I want to see Kip travelling and meeting people and I just want to see him having conversations. With well, him. he gets what? At one point he's hung over later in the movie, which I felt like is probably mm. fairly scandalous for Hallmark, no? Let's just show that, you how bad he is. Yeah, exactly. That's true, actually, yeah. You don't see hangovers ever. Um, yeah. Well, in fairness, you don't see it. You hear about it third hand from Well, yeah, Jer- then, he, then he's Jer- fine a couple of hours later. Jer. <laughs> Um, then on the date not date with Kip he starts describing Greece and stuff to her and mm. she's like oh, I'd love to see the art in real life yeah which is just like my eyes kind of rolled out of my head when it seemed like she'd never seen art ever she's, she's <laughs> like, it's like that's why I studied art history to experience other cultures through their art yeah. if only I could do it in the flesh it's like, what, what do you do with yourself? I, I just go to a gallery. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. Right? You're like, or am I being a bollocks here? No, or was it like just three hours from New York? Yeah, right. Well, go, assume, do you go like, to the Met? It's fine. Yeah, it's, yeah. it is fine. And I assume she's just a little bit outside Washington. That's kind of the. There's loads they're of in museums yeah, yeah. in yeah, Washington. Yeah, yeah. They're in Virginia. It's yeah. famously full of museums. Yeah. Mm. Here, other dumb Hallmark question, yeah. having not seen any of these. Do they, because they make like 30 or something a year, yeah? 37 this year. And they're all so over. They, they, they're they like big deal in America, whatever. Do they have ones that are in like Arizona or like, do they only do them in snowy places? No, they, um, there was one on our list possibly for the next Hawaii, round of recordings. And I think it's set in New Mexico or it's set in a, 
Is it? Deserty place, yeah. Okay. Because I was um, wondering. Because I have that on the list and it's a sunny one. That'd be a nice change of pace because all these like... We did one in California there now, the last episode. Well, that was on a train, wasn't it? No. Sorry, that was We've the last episode a, that aired. We've yeah. done a load of Sorry. Things, yeah, no, this was the Christina Milian one. Oh, yeah. Christina Milian was in yeah. one. It's, uh, I really feel like I got stiffed with this. Like, <laughs> one had a train in it and the other one had Christina Milian. This you is better than the train me, one. Um, this is better than the train one. Oh, yeah, yeah. You uh, asked me in WhatsApp, how did I pick them for people? Yeah. And I picked one of them like I say in Esther's episode because it's got loads of big names in it and Esther's got like a double bar and lame oh. and Danny I don't know why I picked this because <laughs> <laughs> at the end of this one not like the end of the movie you're such a property magnet yeah, thank you I'm some sort of tycoon like after when the credits were rolling or whatever they had an ad for the Christmas train and I was mm. bullying I was like that looks brilliant Danny Glover's in it um, yeah, the Christmas train seems seems good. I was already, uh, yeah. I no. said to seems Jane, good. I like the or I did, just called you Jane, Jean. Um, you can cut that out, right? No, leave it in. Want <laughs> <laughs> people to know you're a prick. <laughs> yeah. I was already saying to Jean in the ad for the Christmas train. There's like Dermot, what's his name, and mm. not Catherine Keener, the other one, and yeah. uh, sex wife. Yeah, and then uh, Danny Glover, and then he cuts Danny Glover, and he's like guilty as charged. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> How charming does that look? I suppose this movie doesn't have any trains in it or peril. No. But I will say, right, the bef- uh, when I was watching this, just before they had an ad, and it was like Danica McKellar and she goes to a house and there's these two brothers fighting over and I was like, oh, that's going to be, that will be a perfect film. We should do that one next. And then it was an ad for the film you're about to watch. I was like, okay, this is going to be a good one. <laughs> they well, wet the appetite. Now yeah. that we've reached a point, though, where we've met both the brothers... And like she's gone on the hot date. This is the this yeah. is the point of conflict. Yeah. She's gone on the business meeting slash date mm-hmm. with Dippy, K- Kip, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, K- Kip. yeah, yeah. With Kip, did you ever for a second think she was going to end up with Kip? Like, did did it seem like there she was even interested in Kip? No, he just kept on turning up whenever she was about to do something else with him. It didn't seem like she was remotely conflicted about which yeah. brother was mm. for her. It was just like I'm going on this business meeting with Kip. Yeah, she but was they obviously, obviously fancy the tall one because he's taller. Yeah. Based on what I what, <laughs> what I could see going um, on there. Then there is a scene where she talks about her ideal first date being like a cheap first date, mm-hmm. and it costs twenty dollars. And she describes her parents' first date, <laughs> and it sounds terrible. It's a toasted sandwich <laughs> making date. It's like my dad and mom had a grilled cheese competition. I'm like, they made toasted sandwiches. Yeah, and that was their first date. But the, the shtick is. She, the mother sets the challenge that it has to be $20 and right? the father buys bread yeah and, and but he's like if you're going to challenge me I'm challenging you to this but I wonder if there was an independent adjudicator to decide who yeah. won you they know? were probably and then he was like well if, you're, if I'm spending $20 I'm going to have some bread left over for myself at the end of this so that's good <laughs> have a little bit of cheese for tomorrow but <laughs> like, I kind of feel a toasted sandwich especially like a grilled cheese one that they're making yeah like how like is there much art to it? It's really up to the toasted sandwich I maker, is it? No, cheese. yeah, no. I'm I'm gonna say I the, don't the eat one cheese. thing I, think I can do well and uniquely is a good toasted cheese. Yeah, sandwich. I'm kind okay. of scandalized by that to yeah. be honest. See, I don't I eat I'm, cheese, so I only eat all sorts of different kinds of cheeses. In yeah, there. I put a little bit of oregano on there, some chili flakes, but the outside of it. Yeah, sounds great. I like mustard in there. You don't eat cheese, no. There's your problem. No further questions. Well, yeah. I, won't, I, won't, I, won't pursue, I won't pursue this line of interrogation. I think it's weird to like eat 
bacteria. It just seems like how cheese is made is weird to me. Really? Well, like I kind of feel like milk and cream are fresh. God, no. I'm completely rolling <laughs> back on my like... decision not to pursue this because I'm fascinated now. Where does yogurt fit into all this? Not a huge yogurt person. Because that's very much bacteria. It's like, that where is, is it bacteria. on its sleeve? Yeah. Where cheese is like, what even am I? What about sourdough bread? Do you eat that? I'm like, this, I'm, I sound terrible this season. I'm like t- trying to become a celiac. No, I'm trying to become a celiac. <laughs> I'm like cutting back on um, trying to like eat less bread and stuff and because of health conditions. Toasted sandwiches definitely for you, so mm. I like them, but I'm also like I'm not I'm not a foodie at all. Mm. Like I don't know, should I try Soylent? <laughs> <laughs> What's the other one called? That's even Huel or something. They've, it's like they've oh, chosen a new a, one. Yeah, they've chosen a really ugly sounding word for like the slop that you drink. The only thing uh, you can uh, I think it's called like Huel. I'm like, it's like sounds like a noise you'd make when you're retching. Like, yeah, it's like or something like that. Yeah, no, I'm not a yeah. So the grilled cheese thing, I was like, well, it's just really up to putting cheese yeah. in the sandwich, is it not? Well, well like, it turns out it's not. There's a science to this. There's an absolute yeah, science yeah. in terms of timing yeah. and components. Yeah, yeah. If someone told me we were making toasted sandwiches, I thought my criticisms were a name. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 Anyway, I thought, yeah, because normally when they describe like perfect dates and these things, I'm like, that seems like a lot of effort. But that was one that where I felt like, oh, I could probably nail that effort. I could have gone out with her mother. Yeah. That seemed like something. <laughs> and her mother's kind of, you would like, you could do a lot worse than oh, her mother. Yeah, we see her we mom. We see her mother yeah, loves. Yeah. Her, and her mother is it's filled like up by her job. Yeah. She's a very contented lady. Yeah. She, She's a happy widow. Yeah, she even, yeah, actually thrilled now that you put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, fuck that, that fucker who made me sandwiches. Yeah, he I, loved Christmas and that's all we need to know about your father, yeah. I think. I'm ready to take the next step. I'm ready for a university that will help me advance in my education and career. A university that will make me feel supported and connected. I'm ready for ODU Online. Click this ad or go to online.odu.edu today. So... Lizzie puts on the family dinner. The sister comes home and there's a subplot about the sister's husband losing his job. And but we Incredibly don't really c- generous of you to call that a subplot. It was <laughs> yeah. just confusing just kind of more than there was anything it else. It leads up to like they decide to do like homemade present Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Due to financial. Yeah. But how are they in financial straits if they live in that big fuck off it's house the, and the, they all have trust funds and the stuff? The only person that's in financial straits is Sloan's, Sloan, the sister's husband who's just lost his job. That's what we've heard. Everyone's yeah. losing their job. You know what I mean? Like Lizzie's out of work. Yeah. Sloane's husband is out of work. 2017. And exactly. It's yeah. twisted shit out there, you know, careful out there. <laughs> but, <laughs> but now, yeah, he has no job, so he can't afford to buy presents for the children, apparently. They, like, must, they don't have a joint account, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, that's wise on her part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, but also, like, he doesn't want to spend time with his kids at Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it seems he seems like a dickhead. It's a bit sulky, of him. but it, yeah. it doesn't even seem like a, he just seems like a very confused man. I didn't yeah. know what was, <laughs> I was like. Well, you can still be in the giant house also, with the kids. Like, yeah. or, like, when you marry fine. an heiress, like you just be laughing. Yeah, like, yeah. You'd actually, just be howling. You, can, be like, like, you oh, can look what I just did. You can mm. say I'm not marrying you for your money, but then once you're in there, you're like but we could use some of your money. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like he's like asking for her money to buy himself whatever. It's like yeah. to buy children, like their shared children. They might not have a joint account, but they are both responsible for these kids. Yeah. And they don't know where the money comes from. Mm-hmm. Just like 
Buy yeah. them a present. Let yeah. their mother pay for it. That's not outrageous. Yeah. Like, fuck is her problem? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why she wouldn't just buy them. But her problem is that she is like not a character. She just named Sloane and she's like, where's the wine? Also, they got there on three trains, she said. Yeah. Like from where? Plane, get a plane. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Get there a tell you, like, a, if I was in Vietnam, speaking of like people who travel. <laughs> <laughs> years ago, the last time I traveled, and I got like a train to somewhere and um, on the way back, my boyfriend at times like, oh, we're booked the train back now. And I was like, you can fuck off. And I just got my credit card out. <laughs> I was like, we just got like a dangerous plane. And I was like, I am not getting another train because like I hate the sleeper trains because you don't sleep. You're like, will I? S-? I'm really anxious. And I'm like, am I going to survive this journey? And like, you know, you're one eye open kind of thing. What are you worried about in the train? Being like, murdered. Really? Like, yeah, I have anxiety. Yeah, well, sure, but do, people never actually get murdered on trains, do they? Uh, murder in that the Orient Express. Express. <laughs> yeah. And what do you think, by the way? <laughs> didn't watch it. I didn't watch it, yeah. <laughs> it's brutal. Like, Poirot has a fist fight on the roof of a train and it is not Seriously? in keeping. It is not in keep. Not my Poirot. That is, <laughs> that is, that is, yeah. Hashtag not my Poirot. Not my Poirot. <laughs> Kenneth Branagh is the wrong sort of moustache. They're making a sequel to it. Well, I'm, I, you know what it is, do you? The it's it's death on the Nile. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I'm 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 down to see ridiculous kind of Brano Poirot again, but like he shouldn't be rowing with people. He's meant to be like a portly little Belgian man, like not an action man. New era, I guess. Yeah, I'm not ready. So Lizzie, <laughs> Lizzie goes has the dinner and brings out the eulogue and. You'd like eyes right down, deprived if they <laughs> never had Swiss roll before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the look Pippa gives a great like one shot look when she sees the log that's yeah. as inscrutable as the rest of her. Like, <laughs> but it's like perturbed yet stoic at all times. She's like ne- never knows quite what to make of things. She's like we were one of the great families. Yeah, but now reading a Swiss roll. <laughs> yeah, but she's still kind of being sound about it because she invites. She's, yeah. That's the first dinner where Lizzie's invited to sit down, right? Yeah. And they like snap their fingers and send get out housekeeper off to get yeah. her stuff. And that, like, that's around when it occurred to me that those staff are going to lose their jobs when this house gets sold as well, surely. Oh. No one gives a shit. No, not at all. Not even mentioned. I was kind of thinking about Gerard because I feel like yeah. Gerard. when you make when you make a career of butling or whatever, yeah. do, you, do you like just get passed on to someone I else? Guess like, you must. Is there many people yeah. that like, oh, I used to be a butler. Or like I'm packing it all in to give it all up and become a butler. butler yeah, I I feel like what once you're like, do they just get buried butler with their life. owners or yeah. something? Remains <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. um, the day might answer that question. I've never seen that. It's meant to be really good. I love Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, he's very good in it. Oh, there you have it. That's a sad end for a butler, though. Yeah. Oh no, don't. there's a very good Michelin web web sketch where um they're in a restaurant and. Uh, Dave Mitch comes up as a very, very posh waiter. And he's like, yeah, we're back. The inexplicably posh people who are inexplicably waiters. <laughs> That's how I feel about Gerard. It's like, Gerard, you're too good for this, Gerard. Yeah, and he's, he is English, right? Or, well, he's probably just Canadian. I yeah. About it. But he was like, in Stargate. We're, so. With the movie or TV series? He was in the TV series. Probably just one or two episodes. Like I've never Van- watched Vancouver, TV series, but so, yeah. I love the movie. Actual Stargate or like Stargate Atlantis? SG-1. So, then there's a tree chopping scene and... Mm. Robert is like, I'll come chop the tree. And then he says, oh, there's services you can do that. And it's a bit like, what the fuck, Robert? Like, yeah. are we chopping the tree or not? And yeah. then they go off and they get the tree. And then Kip 
lands in and he gets picks out the tree. This is when Kip's hung over. Yeah. yeah. So just wanted to point that out eh? that he's a there's he's a, a tree shopping scene <laughs> and they pick a huge tree. Yeah, that they yeah. didn't see until Kip arrives to point it out. And it's also like oh, that's a lot of effort. Also, is this not the bit? When he describes his twenty dollar date, this that is, is then, cru- yeah, yeah, that's yeah. then. This is crucial. He's like, I was thinking about your challenge, and I've come up with how I'd take you on your twenty dollar date. And one of the free activities he includes is picking a white rose from his solarium, which I think kind of undercuts the uh, <laughs> rough and tumble <laughs> freeness of the date, and that you have a solarium. Well, obviously, and my, a choice of different rose colors. Obviously, my staff would bring us a meal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, my lobotomized housekeeper <laughs> will be. Uh, Tending to us Yeah For free For free so, uh, We learned Robert's mother's favourite song The Silver Bells And she died That's where we learned yeah, that Yeah that's, that's the big That was probably The Lizzie's best reveal re- in a, Face of realisation Or expression of realisation You'd be mortified yeah. <laughs> You'd be like Oh I'm so sorry I did This That was <laughs> I've just been saying Silver Bells over and over, over, and again, over again for the last month in your face. But I was glad when that came up because I was doing quite a bit of like, is there supposed to be a meaning that I'm missing to how mm. everyone's so smitten on Silver Bells? Yeah. And then I, I was like, this. I was confused about so many things already that mm-hmm. I was kind of like, there must be something about Silver Bells that I'm not getting. And then I was yeah. like, quiz time. Oh, what's everyone's favorite Christmas song at the moment? Because it can change. It can change. Okay. I'm gonna do a Sufjan version and a non-Sufjan version. So Sufjan love that version, man. I do. I love them. It's a bit uh, non-Sufjan. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. That's Someone singing that very slowly is the best thing it's in the a world. Really good shout. And Sufjan, Christmas unicorn. It's Thirty okay. minutes has a bit of Joy Division in there. Trumpets. Wow. It's great. Yeah. I never did the full Christmas Sufjan thing. Oh. There was like eight discs of it or something, isn't there? Oh yeah, like every December I just have bait that basically. Underneath. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big Christmas music person. What are you not doing here? Christmassy <laughs> in general, like that. Why did you say yes? Because well, I was so astounded that you asked. But <laughs> I will say that at the moment, I don't know if you've seen this. Have you seen this thing where somebody made like. I wouldn't call it a remix or a mashup or whatever, but they got Slade's uh, I Wish It Could Be Christmas. Is that what? What's the Slade one? Um, I wish so here it is, Merry Christmas. So here it is, Merry Christmas. Yeah. And they changed. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly (laughs) what I'm about to say. They've got it. They've done it so that every lyric is, are you hanging up your stockings on the wall? To And it repeats throughout. So it's like, are you hanging up your stockings on the wall? Are I'll you have hanging to look it up. up your stockings? It's hilarious. We'll put it in, you, you have show notes, right? We yeah. do, yes. Well, bro, we'll put it in the show notes. That's I, never not funny. Yeah, it's amazing. Have you seen the one that, um, Don't You Want Me Baby, where every line is, you're working, working as a waitress at the bar? Yeah. I've it's, seen video of someone doing karaoke, doing um, Say It Ain't So by Weezer, where every lyric is, wrestle with Jenny. <laughs> and they say, wrestle with Jenny over and over the entire song. This is now, this is definitely a show notes link. Uh, yeah, this is. My favourite Christmas song moment is The Waitress's um, Christmas Rapping. That's really good as well. Yeah. I like all the, all the Phil spector stuff, another problematic fave, as yeah. they like to say on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, very good at his job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's you know? always a terrible thing when a killer turns out to like have a, Pretty good LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of LinkedIn, where the more great moments and coming home from Christmas, we we're glossing over when she's first looking for her job. Do you remember that? No. She's on her laptop, but when the sister walks in to be like, you got to work for Bob Marley and Zippy and the rest of the gang over in Nashville <laughs> Estate. But she's like on her laptop looking for jobs, I assume on just LinkedIn or whatever. And she's just like, boring, boring. 
same again, just talking to herself. I just yeah. can't imagine. And then she says, and what would I do? <laughs> yeah, it's like the idea of just scrolling through potential employers being like, boring. Danny, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's, yeah, I'd be like that. <laughs> like, oh, just do this now. <laughs> Anytime you get a job interview, fuck, I've got to go in and talk to them. <laughs> um, there's a snowball fight. Yes, there is. There's a snowball fight. Very important. This, this is after they cut down the tree, right? And yeah. this is when Bob is kind of loosening up. He's starting to... Yeah, because they agreed to look after the kids so Sloan can go... Like, find her, her husband. husband? Yeah. Go like, get your man, but, Sloan. Unclear. Is she <laughs> yeah. going, probably is she... in like a bar down by like the Keys. So he's got the three trains as well then. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's, it's very hard to discern what's going and on And they make Sloan. gingerbread houses like... Have you seen the bake? There's a bake off where they make gingerbread houses. It might be a Christmas bake off. Oh, yes, one of the old ones, yeah. It takes ages to make mm-hmm. a gingerbread house. And they're just there decorating them as if like they haven't been putting like tons of. Well, you can buy the pre shaped stuff. Okay, like Tiger, tiger do packs of just the actual yeah. walls of gingerbread house, but you have to buy your, all your own icing. So yeah. I just ate the gingerbread. Robert was probably um, like, we have services that do that. So they said, yeah. they, they called <laughs> Gerard, their Gerard. <laughs> yeah. Gerard, make the gingerbread house, Gerard. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, that looks too easy. Yeah. Um, then it turns out they Kip asks her if she wants to go to Greece or something, does he? No, that's not. That's later. That's, he that's reveals to Robert that he's intending on asking her to go to Greece. Yeah. And that is when he utters the immortal line when Robert's like, oh, does he want to go? Do you think you want to go? It's like, everyone wants to go to Greece, bro. Which is... Um, and he <laughs> says... Who doesn't want to go to Greece, bro? Yeah, I think like, it might be. He says, Have you been reading I... the news since 2008? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think this might be real. That's what Kip says. Oh, That's yeah. true. And yeah. then I have the note here, not a hand dropped. Yeah. Because like, how does he know it's real? Nothing's, yeah. nothing's gone on with any of them. He also they says haven't... he's not a monster in one of the most unconvincing utterances of that <laughs> I've ever heard. You shouldn't have to be going around telling people you're not a monster, no. Kip. <laughs> and Pippa, now this is something where Pippa says, instead of gala, the gala. Oh, yeah. And then I'm wondering, is Gerard's name actually Gerald? (laughs) (laughs) And Pippa's just been like rewriting things here. But this Um, is more just sound Pippa at this point as well. Like, we haven't seen her be a bollocks once. She gives Lizzie dresses as well for the gala. And diamond necklace as well. Yeah, Yeah. she's like really nice. She just kind of snubs her at one point walking up the stairs. But there's a strong chance she didn't like... She's got that apparition She's quality. She's concentrating on yeah. her originally. She's got a yeah, true. And they get, the gala happens and there's a dancing scene where Robert dances with her, but like is dancing to this like internal tune that's like out of... Slightly it's not the same as playing. what's yeah. being played. <laughs> yeah. There's swinging going around and I'm like, everyone must think you're a madman. <laughs> How shite does the gala look, by the way? Sorry, I just said it like... It looks yeah. like... There, there, the gala look. It looks like something in a um, golf club function room. It couldn't be yeah. worse. And everyone's praising her. Yeah. I, 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 and also it's... Like when, the, I, when I think gala, I think Met Gala. Yeah. <laughs> or like, I think kind of impressive stately home they had those crummy doors with like a little metal skirt at the bottom of it and a window yeah. in it. it it did not look like the stately home but again if we're still pulling them up on that and then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kip like makes the proposition and Robert walks in hearing Kip invite her to Greece but walks out before it's revealed at the end she actually turns down the trip to yeah, Greece ridiculous Robert and then yeah. Robert goes so, back to work such a wobbler about it well it, yeah. it was her fault for doing such a big fucking X Factor pause in between I would like to go to Greece with you. 
But, but, <laughs> yeah. but <laughs> Alright, test 80. It's, Calm down. There's a lot of kind of, I noticed throughout it though, people like to do incredibly long pregnant pauses mm-hmm. in between. There's a great one where Sloane and, uh, and Kip <laughs> Sloan, Sloan and Kip stare at Robert for ages when they're talking about Pippa being in her room. Do you remember that? Yeah. It's it's like, oh well Pippa's not been in great form lately, and then cute of them both staring hard intently at Robert for what felt like an eternity. And yeah. then being like, All right, yeah, well done there. Anyway. Um hot tip for me here is if you watch these on a like player on your computer, just speed it up by one point two five. That's oh, yeah. savvy. Yeah, especially with all the ad break stuff, where it's just like either a non sequitur or, or repeating what mm-hmm. just happened. It's like when you're listening to something on Audible, like you can speed it up a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> um. Just before, after he invites her to Athens, before the end of that scene, um, we meet the best side character in the movie, who is um Gladys Swanderton of the Virginia <laughs> Swanderton's. <laughs> And un- she says that uninvited. She's yeah. Like, yes. Those of the ones. Virginia Swanertons. <laughs> what? Where do you think they made their money? Coal. I mean, Virginia. Coal? Yeah. Coal, yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. I suppose. It's kind of boring, though. Isn't it? Yeah. Or un- like Civil War uniforms. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Maybe they're railroad people. Some sort of tycoon or magnate. Oh, definitely anyway. tycoon. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we're in Virginia and you just said your name is Swanderton. So I'm guessing you're the Virginia Swanderton. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Well, she's really impressed with Lizzie's work. At yeah. The, like, she really likes wedding chair covers. Apparently. Like, I don't know. Like, it, it, it looked like I used to work in an off license and I'd always like pour over those like industry magazines that you'd get. If you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah, They're like so boring. And I, I'm just fascinated because they'd, they'd interview me. It's like, what's your favorite album? It's like, Invariably, David Gray, White Ladder, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. This person who just happens to manage an O'Brien's. But there was, there was a bit. I, I thought when I was looking at the gala that they were at, it looks like the places where they give out the awards for mm-hmm. to people who run off licenses in those yeah. magazines. It's oh, like now we. Ha- I have a theory about why this gala looks the way it does, and we just go back a little bit. A bit we skipped over. Go on. There's one bit where she's talking to Robert and about the the uh, decoration, and she says it's about accenting the beauty of the existing pieces. <laughs> and as she's doing that, she's putting a porcelain bear wearing a bandana on a mantelpiece. I'm so glad he rolled back on this as well because I noticed that porcelain bear. I was like, what is going... It's like, that was genuinely the best problem. Where did Lizzie study art? (laughs) Exactly. Where did she study art that she's like, I found the perfect piece to really make this mantelpiece pop? Yeah. Under your very like Rothko or Matisse or something. Yeah, yeah. it looked like, yeah, did, did they name artists at any point? I don't think they did. Would they have to They're pay all royalties? Just like, <laughs> they were just like slightly impressionist landscapes. Yeah. It's all very samey. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, skip back forward. It's Christmas Day. She with her mother and her sister. They're all wearing matching pyjamas. Yeah. yeah. And so, and we should say Robert's a lamist at this point. He's on the lamb. Nobody knows where he, <laughs> nobody knows where he is. People are <coughs> scandalised. Yeah. And like, can we just take a moment to like really finger him for what a ridiculous wobbler he throws when he storms off out of the middle of Christmas? There's yeah. just no need. Like it's, why was she, why was he in such a pisser? Again, as I said, Matthew McFadden and Pride and Prejudice. Mm-hmm. Same thing. S- similar, similar acting style here. Yeah. Yeah. Because he stopped wearing suits for it. he starts wearing cardigans after they have their snowball I fight. I forgot about their cool cardigan yeah. after they have <laughs> <laughs> snowball fight. That's but then true. He's Christmas Day man. he's back in his suit again and back in his office. Yeah. So doing what? Like what what's he acquiring or merging on Christmas he's doing a Day? Acquisition, well, <laughs> um we maybe they work now. in some countries on Christmas Day. 
That's I don't. True. I haven't traveled. Well, I know what enough. country this is. America. This is <laughs> America, Gene. This is America, Gene, <laughs> and I don't think they work at Christmas over there. Uh, so Pip comes and gives him a talking to. You can go to the cinema on Christmas Day in America, which what? I always think is wild. It's a, uh, yeah, it's like a big tradition for like Jewish families in America to go to the cinema and then get Chinese takeaway. It's oh. a big Jewish tradition Just on really Christmas Day. Just stick yeah. it to the rest, <laughs> <laughs> the rest Just of like them. we had our thing. Yeah, fair play. Yeah. No, but like, yeah, movies open on Christmas Day there. Mm. I guess I did know that now. It's, and they're definitely closed over here, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like all, the, all that stuff opens on like Stephen's Day here. So I remember going to try, try to see Avatar on Stephen's Day, <laughs> Jesus. and it was totally so loud, and the cinema was packed. So we went to see Sherlock Holmes instead, which was much see everyone's better. had a fight yeah. Christmas Day. So like <laughs> yeah. Stephen throws around like we need to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Pip follows him anyway yeah. back to Washington. Um, Pippa, excuse me, she I'm mixing brings, up Pippa and Kip. Yeah, she brings him the presents that Lizzie left for him, a bag of presents. Under yeah. the tree and a card, and they skip over the fact she gave him a card considering it's Hallmark. Yeah, well, we that's saying. what I said. Everyone's giving each other gifts, but they don't even show the card. It's like he just looks at the card and goes, Yeah, grand, and it puts away the card and yeah. it takes out the actual present. Well, they do a lot of like, Oh, the presents don't matter. That's because we, we we skipped over the fact that they decide that they're making presents, right? Yeah, we did, did we mention say? it. Did yes. we mention yeah. it? Yeah. New conveyor. It's been, it's been such a whirlwind, guys. <laughs> Who knows what's even happening? And she gets him a non homemade present because she buys him the, the vinyl single of Silver Bells. Yeah. Which, unless she has like a wax cutting machine. <laughs> Everyone breaks make. the rules in Christmas <laughs> yeah. presents. Um, and then, yeah, what do, what, how does Pippa convince him though? Just says he's not going, right? That's yeah, it. that Kip Like that's really, old. and like, yeah. would very quickly have received that information if he'd stayed around. But like yeah. he must have made <laughs> a very fast exit yeah. from he the then, party. He shows up to the house and he does give her, her a big house. massive kiss yeah. in yeah. the kitchen and is like, we're together now. I noticed as well because I, I assume that the, the kiss is a, the big, house. is a big yeah. deal, right? That's like mm. that's kind of a thing, right? Like because I imagine there's no riding in any of these. No, yeah, the kiss at the end is, is the yeah. the big thing, the capper usually. Yeah, yeah, I assume yeah. it's kind of like you work up to like, and there's no like early shift, and then they're just together. It's always like will no, it's always one yeah. kiss. That's and then there's yeah. like the big kiss at the end. Because mm-hmm. I noticed her technique blew my mind. She just fell over and then yeah. he kissed her. Yeah, but there was no like. Her leaning into his face, her like no leaning was just like, anything. Co- like she just collapses and it's then he holds her. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there was one very realistic moment at the end as well where he goes, I'm not selling the house. And then her sister from the other room goes, Sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> that was the, the one joke like, I'm in the still movie. Because right? yeah. the sister was very much meant to be there as comic relief, I assumed. But there was like the level of banter was really. Piss poor between the two. Yeah, <laughs> between the two sisters. Such a harsh critic. <laughs> do you not think? Do you think the banter was? I thought she was just more there to get her into the house. Sure, but like that's her. That's one job. Yeah. yeah. But then also she'd arrive and be kind of like sassy. I mm. feel like if you were describing the sister, it would be Lizzie, but sassy was kind of the setup. It was and definitely the character description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, perhaps. Lizzie is a people pleaser, and her sister is kind of like a go getter. That's so kind of. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're really in tune with these people. I can tell, Jean. I guess because yeah. I'm a woman. Yeah, what? And these are women. <laughs> that must be it. Yeah, I guess. Like, I just understand all of us. I thought yeah. the kiss was cool, though. I'll say yeah. that the way it's she fell kiss. down. I know yeah. it was in the kitchen as well. Yeah, I appreciate Very that. Very rotting zone. <laughs> um, but then they all go for dinner together and again. All together, we still don't know where Pip is going to end up, but we know the house isn't being sold. But the sister's still going to charge him fees. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. I assumed our whole, like, when I was watching it with my housemates, who got to watch it with me, 
blessed. But we were, I assumed what was going to happen because we were kind of shooting the shit being like, right, where's this going to end up? Because mm-hmm. obviously she's going to end up with your man. She's never going to end up with the, the tiny scary brother. <laughs> so she's always going to, so we assumed that because they were always banging on about the art history thing, that they were going to open it up to the public and it would be like a gallery and the pair of them would live there and she'd be like, come oh, and see yeah. all our art. Like, is that not how the movie's supposed to end as opposed to I just... I think it should end like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's just say that That's is. That's how um, The Longest Ride by Nicholas Sparks, they made a movie of that with Clint Eastwood's son, Scott. Yeah. Who became Scott Eastwood, adopted the second name when he realised he wanted to be an actor. Um, that's how that kind of ends in that they inherit loads of art from an old person they've been friendly to and they open a gallery. That's a great film and it deals with um, opiate addiction as well, painkiller mm. addiction and rodeos and <laughs> a really hot cowboy. Like he basically gets like bucked off a bull and he's on painkillers and if he gets bucked off again... I think that's the technical term. (laughs) (laughs) If he gets bucked off again, he's like, I don't know, I'm going to lose his hips or some shit. Or his spine. I don't know, the water in his spine. I don't know how medicine happens. But it's a really good film, The Longest Ride. And gas name, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Needless to say. Well, it's about like rodeos. Yeah. Sure. Great film. (laughs) (laughs) And art history. Art history heroines are a very common thing, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, yeah. I feel like it's kind of shorthand for this lady is smart, but still into like ladylike pursuits. Yeah, where she, <laughs> that's the way they're framing it. Yeah, you know. It's yeah. Like, oh, because they saw her um, drawing all the plans at one point. Yeah, and she's just drawing a load of bells. On yeah, shit. and everyone and Gerard's like, "You're very good at this." Yeah, Gerard hasn't met anybody in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Pippa's been trying to run away. I yeah. do. I do think though, like we say, the the art history thing. It's just kind of weird. It it's like. The way everyone's like a graphic designer and stuff, like men, edgy, yeah. d- edgy, desirable men that are like they were the architects wacky ones. as well. They yeah, were yeah. Architects, yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like they almost used to be architects, and now they're graphic designers. But I feel like, what is the sexiest profession to you? Like, if you were in a rom com and you, your love interest, what would their job be? Should we not all just say journalist? Absolutely. Not. <laughs> Um, Baker maybe That is actually A really good one Baker yeah. But they have to get up Really early So they have to get up Really and early you get To cook the bread Yeah I get to lie in though. Yeah yourself. perfect Yeah, yeah but yeah. like Them getting up at 4am To go to the bakery You're going to be like Oh fuck's sake And also you're going to Want to watch um, box sets at 10 And they're going to be like I have to get fucking sleep and That's when I edit podcasts When my wife goes to bed She goes spend four weeks Okay I yeah. don't know Baker's a really good shout mm. oh, I've read a romance novel With a baker It just seemed like Assassin is a great one too You know um, art, <laughs> art thief yeah. Yes. yeah Yeah Thomas Crown Affair style I assume that's what he's done I think Pierce Brosnan Is my ideal job yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like if a guy told me In a rom cup I'm like me Big job in media Etc Banging into things Because like People keep telling me I have symptoms of dyspraxia <laughs> And shit like that And then I bumped into a guy And it turns out oh, He's like Oh I'm actually My job is Pierce Brosnan <laughs> I'd be like, wow. Oh, <laughs> um, what other jobs are sexy? Um, chef isn't sexy, to be honest. Fireman is the classic sexy job for blokes, though, right? Um, That's kind of... Assumed. I think rich. It's more the look than is. the actual job, though, isn't it? Mm. I wouldn't mind going out with a stripper. Really? Yeah. That sounds a bit stressful. Like, I'm not a jealous you, person. But I wouldn't, I feel like, they'd, it'd be a real head wreck being a stripper. You're getting all sorts of pissed arseholes pouring at you. No? 
Do I really yeah. like magic? I, I feel bad. You know what I mean? Like it's there. Not no like there's anything wrong with being a stripper. I'd just be like, I'd feel bad for my poor significant other. It's like, oh, another like bunch of stag party. I just came be in like, here and good at like good at yeah. dancing. Yeah. Good at dancing. Yeah. Good at like helping women have a laugh. Oh, I, I suppose bloke strippers. It's a whole different in, setup. In yeah. shape all the time. True. Um. I get gets paid in yeah. cash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good thing for you. Very attractive attribute yeah. and a potential <laughs> suitor paid in cash. Paid in cash. Like, I think there are four pretty good points. Yeah, I mean, everybody in Magic Mike is very attractive. Yeah. Yeah. They're all good, very good boys. Like, I'd never be telling them to change their career. If we, he was like, I'd be like, no, your job's great. Like, just, <laughs> you know, write down the pros and cons. <laughs> yeah. the, co- the cons are someone comes on to you every night. Yeah. Like... I feel like it's probably worse being a lady stripper, though, in terms oh, of yeah. the, the well, class I, of individual that you have to deal I with. Wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't be the stripper. I'd be... Whatever the, you are now. Don't know what. <laughs> but, like, you yeah, know. Well, Flashdance is great. I've never seen it. I feel oh, like so I'm exposing good. myself. I'm not... I like, Flashdance is a great movie. I've seen plenty of movies, but yeah, none of the ones dance. we happen to be talking about She's today. a dancer in that. Well, I've seen the bits, you know, with the water. And she's not a welder, though. Also, she's a welder as well. For me, that's a sexier boss. job for a lady. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like Julia Roberts in um, the Runaway Bride did a great job. She designed lampshades, or not lampshades, lamps. She made lamps. That's a good one. Mm. Yeah, because you know John Mulaney's wife makes Victorian lampshades. Does she? Yeah. Huh. Look her up. She has like a side business. She just commissions of. She bought like a book on Victorian lampshades. So it takes ages to make a Victorian lampshade, mm. and she makes them, and they're like incredible. What's what makes a lampshade Victorian when it's made in twenty eighteen? It's going to be in the show notes. <laughs> okay, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> they're really good. They're really like they're like stretched materials, and they're really intricate. Think of like a bordello in like a Victorian. Penny Dreadful type thing. Okay. Those kind of big ones. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. They look kind of like frocks in a way. So yes. I know yeah. the ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We you. should do our bingo card because okay. this episode has gone so long. Oh, oh really? God. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Does I, this film have a, have a precocious child? Those kids have it's no personality. Yeah. yeah. Well, like none of the Sloan arm of the family yeah. have so, anything no. going The only kid them. was nominated for an award for like best emerging actor for this film. What? He has like one line. That's not. Really? Yeah. It's in the IMDb. Is yeah. this just like shamming people into paying 75 quid for a car for any sort of award it could be is this the kind of award Gene gets nominated for is is it a real award show it gets you on IMDb so is this I'd say they're precocious in the sense that they had that clandestine plan to throw snowballs okay okay we'll give it we'll give it generous mark generous mark (laughs) okay um, Vancouver yes this film is because all those actors are Vancouver actors (laughs) Uh, female has better lighting than everybody else I think she, she does looks sometimes. Fucking amazing she looks great. Yeah, for yeah. vintage, especially. Not that there's anything wrong. Being there's no vintage no. either, really. It's just she looks younger than she is. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, best friend, but no inner life. She doesn't have a friend. No friends. No, her no sister friends. Has at no all. inner life, though. Really. Not her best friend. Does sister's different. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. True. So zero. Zero. Wise widower. <laughs> Mother We've wise widow. Wise widow. Yeah. One. And Pippa as well. Two. Yeah. Yeah, we're giving it two. Go on. We never learn anything about Pippa's. Husband, he loves Christmas as well. Me now. He? Yeah, well, it seems like a lot of people love Christmas in this town. So <laughs> I, everyone except for Bob Marley loves Christmas. <laughs> uh, works in marketing. No, no, uh, no alcohol. Does anybody? Oh well, Kip gets hung over. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, Kip, that get, one Kip gets lit. No, yep. Um, <laughs> it's Kip. Excuse me. 
Zippy's a better day. Capitalist ex. Nobody has. Well, she is nice, but we don't know anything about him he at all. He bought a ring, though. Maybe that's capitalism. Oh, money. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You know? Def- Maybe there was a blood diamond. That's why she turned him down. We'll give him a one. We'll give him a one. <laughs> yeah. We like this movie. Uh, protagonist loves Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Carlers. No. No. No Carlers at no. that point. Because our first back, the first three episodes all have Carlers. It's weird. Um, Snowball fight. Yes. yes. Horse drawn carriage. No. No. Really good Christmas decorations. Piss poor. Debatable, really actually. bad Christmas Dude, let's decorations. Not give it, that's like a tacky as fuck. Yeah. yeah. The, I, the I trees have... was about decorations. Yeah. In many ways. Next one. <laughs> the trees have these weird ribbon things. Yeah. yeah. Don't look she nice did a at bad all. job. She, she did a bad job. Um, somebody actually says roast chestnuts. No. 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 Canadian sporting actors. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, snappy beret. Beretless film, no. I believe. Awkward family dinner. Yes. Multiple. Mm. Beautiful impossible hair. Yeah, she definitely has extensions in towards the end. And the, the I thought gala. her hair looked particularly beautiful at the Christmas Day scene when she's not even like post yes. gala. I was like, whoa. I yeah. don't usually notice post gala, even if they have it. <laughs> she had a bump it in then. <laughs> um, mild peril, peril lasting no longer than three minutes. I don't think there was nah. any peril. That was my main no. issue. Well, yeah. I mean, Pippa's even... harsh is in peril the entire movie. Oh, there's a where she, has, she pauses on the stairs for two seconds. Okay, we'll give that. I think spin. that's just to stare at people, though, more than it is. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a heart condition. I think she's in my peril all the time. I, she can drop dead. I, I, I take exception to there being peril. Well, it's our show. It's, it's your show, so it's go our ahead. Show. We take it where we can get it. Um, <laughs> obviously, fake snow. No, that was good no, snow. The good snow. Yeah, there was one bit when she was sitting at the pond and she moved, and oh, like a bit that's of snow moved with her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you see? I and talking about fake stuff at the pond. The bit when they do the cutaway to the mountains, they're looking yeah. at that are very <laughs> obviously not where they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's obviously fake. Uh, big empty apartment. No apartment. She's quite a small apartment. She, she has, has she has one of those big corner sofas. I think no. don't think we should give that one. No, I don't think so either. Uh, save the kiss till the very end of the movie. Mm. There's not a very, very end. No, there's a dinner afterwards. They really yeah, dragged so the arse out of it, to be honest. I would yeah. It should have ended on the kiss. Yeah, no, a lot of them end like kiss, bang. bang. End. And that would have been yeah. perfect because it would have been right beside the joke with the sister as well. Yeah. The one joke followed by the kiss. And yeah, be fine. Explosive. Explosive. What am I trying to say? Would have been an explosive ending. <laughs> um, work Christmas party. Yes. yes. We see. Yeah, it looks like we're getting a serious score going We're here. doing well yeah. this one. And uh, secondary characters hook up. No, because they're all related. Very so. chaste. That'd be weird. I thought Zippy might get with the sister. So did I. Because yeah, she says she mentioned yeah, him yeah. You know? at the beginning about the. Oh, song. how eligible he is. Yeah, yeah. He says he's the most eligible bachelor. In like, DC, which is weird. He doesn't live in DC, as far as you know. He's a he, world traveler. Again, Bon Vivant, zipping around yeah. the world. <laughs> and an inn. No. 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 So, how do we do? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. That's really that's, good, that's right? Good. Jingle those bells. Oh wow! Nice. Great. Now I want to take issue just before we finish up an issue with the name of this film because it's not a great name for a film. For this, for this film in Christmas, particular, coming home for Christmas, Christmas temporary contract job. Yeah, I, or <laughs> they could have called it Silver Bells, which would have been much more, much better, distinctive. Yeah. yeah. Or Last Christmas at Ashford also would have been good. You're they, killing because they say here, that like Alan. eight million times yeah. in the film. But I suppose people would be like, "Well, what's Ashford?" You know. But uh, there's there's one like Christmas of Pemberley this year, which everybody's watching. Christmas oh, it's a um, Pride and Prejudice. It's another princess one, isn't it? Is there? Or... There's one that's a Pride and Prejudice rip off. Yeah. Um, with we're, all we're the dogs. Get to it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, Christmas at place is a is a. Yeah, I feel like, as we said earlier, Chris. Yeah, coming home for Christmas is staggering that it was not already taken number <laughs> one. Though you're telling me they probably just reused the names. They possibly again have, and yeah, again yeah. and again. But and also, yeah, just like. Where's he even? Co- it's like probably about an hour's commute. It doesn't feel yeah. like it's 
Like, and at least Sloane took the trains. You exactly. know what I mean? The person we're talking about here is neither the pro- protagonist, nor are they travelling any great distance. They're back and forth constantly. Yeah, <laughs> and like they're, yeah, they're there all the time. He Doing works slightly from there. Staying longer for Christmas. Christmas <laughs> than usual. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Danny, have you got anything to plug? No, I don't think so. Cool. Like I said, but <laughs> <laughs> get Tony Dublin. It's free, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You cool. I encourage you to pick it up. It's free. Try and pay Danny first. Yeah, try. And, <laughs> I'll take. I'll take your money for it. Um, I want to plug my newsletter. It'll be in the show notes. It's free for some of it, and then if you pay, you get more. Wow, cool. That's how capitalism works. <laughs> Uh, I co-host Juvenalia, which is another podcast on the Headstuff Podcast Network, where we interview interesting people about bits of pop culture that were important to them when they were children. Go listen to it. It's fun. It's good. Jean, have you got a charity for us? Okay, so the charity day I want us to think about is the Alzheimer's Society. It affects a lot of families in the country and the Alzheimer's Society of Ireland. Um, We run social clubs, support groups, daycare services, home care, respite centres, and they just help out families who are coping with this disease together. So that's my one. And the website is alzheimer.ie. So there yeah, go, go on there and donate maybe a fiver if you can. That'd be great. Cool. Okay. Uh, just some quick thank yous. Thank you to the Headstuff Podcast Network for having us. Thank you to Brian for producing us. Thank you to Dean McDonald for our artwork and Dan McCauley for our music. Bye. Bye. HPN, the Headstuff Podcast Network. See headstuff.org for more details.